This is Hava Word with Adam Rowe and Dan Nightingale. What was that? What was that? There's a little tune in your head. It sounded like Queen Bitch by David Bowie. Literally, you know when someone makes a noise, it was like... I was just sort of introducing myself to speaking. Have you not done enough talking this morning? No, like I've woke up, done a few bits of admin, dealt with me dad, and then just drove here. And I had a podcast on in the car, just silently driving. So yeah, I, I wonder what the perfect time for podcasting is. I mean, we we usually record about one p.m., don't we? Yeah. Which for comedians, most comedians were that like fucking. Now it's the afternoon proper for me. Yeah. But when I was gigging it, you know, like ten years ago, it's basically mid morning, isn't it? One yeah, p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, I reckon it's quite good because I feel tuned in. I feel tuned in to. You need a few hours of waking up. You need a couple of com- conversations. So you're not like, all right, Adam. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, do you know at the Edinburgh Festival, you know, like when you go up there and for for those uninitiated, like you, you do the same show in the same room at the same hour of day every day for a month. And I get quite lazy sometimes, Edinburgh, especially if you have a big night out and you, you get on it and you're out till six, seven o'clock in the morning in the fucking loft bar. And the next day, there's been a couple of times where I've just been so hungover that I've just stayed in my room all day, ordered food, picked it up, ate it, gone back to sleep for a bit. And the first time I speak to anyone is the first time I say anything at my show. And sometimes the words just come out your mouth in such a <laughs> weird way. There's a, it's so unnatural for the first conversation you have that day to be with 150 people who aren't allowed to answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just tuning into like. Um, yeah, but, that's, but that's the. Being able to click that on is part of the Edinburgh discipline, isn't it? When people are like, oh my God, Edinburgh. Like, I don't know how people do Edinburgh like in their first year took me a few years of experience but after a while that is part of the gig of in fact just always being a comic every time it's gig time it doesn't matter you've got to be able to click it on yeah yeah you, like, you can't let your day affect your gig you can't go on stage <laughs> angry you can't like yeah you can't go on stage sad you've got to, but then there's a fine line there between you don't want to become that detached comic that when I started out, there was loads of comics who were like, oh, I've got 25 minutes and uh, that served me well for 15 years. <laughs> I just see it and it's like they're pressing a little, they're pressing yeah, play yeah, on yeah. a tape recorder in their yeah, fucking it head. Be a fucking hologram. Um, but I, I, you, you want to be let- in the moment, don't you? You want to be, but at the same time, you've got to be able to go click. I, I do let me mood affect me performance, but like I try and sort of channel it rather than just be like, I'm in a bad mood, so I'm not going to perform here. I'll sort of add a layer of anger to me angry bits. Right. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I've got anger here. Fucking get it out. Like last night, I did some numizadil hot water um, and a, a bit of old stuff that I, I'm just trying to tune up again before I film it. Um, and I, I'd just been in a bad mood for a couple of hours because I had this fucking meeting. I was looking at getting an office space, right? Yeah. Um, in Liverpool City Centre because I thought I'm trying to put my own little podcast studio in my house and then I was like I wonder how much an office is 
Yeah. So I, I had a. It is a bore lake at home as well because it's not like everyone's like, oh, we've got that th- that eighth bedroom that we don't do anything <laughs> with. Like we're we're thinking about having a baby, and Laura's like, so what are you doing with the studio? It's not going to be like a cot and then the fucking cameras and recording equipment. Oh dear. City um, centre, eh? God fucking. That's well, exciting. I, I looked into it. So I went on like Zoopla and stuff and looking at commercial properties, and I found this advert for a place called Spaces. In, in Liverpool and it said start at 200 square foot goes up to 500 um, <laughs> that literally means nothing to me what does well, that it, mean like small to big to what th- like? this room's probably 100 square foot alright oh, 200's decent then yeah so I was like two, and it said start at 1200 per annum and I was like 200 square foot fucking massive 100 quid a month I could use it not only as a podcast studio, I could literally use it as an office. I could go there a few hours every day, do a bit of writing, get everything done. Fucking Larry David. I'm fucking in. This is going to be great. (laughs) Arranged the meeting. Got there, and the guy was a bit shifty. And I was like, um, he went, let's take you on a tour of the options. And I went, just before we do, could you just take us through like a price list? He went, we always do the tour first. We do the tour first. And I was like, right, okay. <laughs> that okay. sounds like the traveller gardener that tried to get me. How much is it, mate? No, no, we'll do a beautiful job down the side there. And we'll do a beautiful... Now, remember, we're doing going to clean the gutter in as well. How fucking much is it? Never mind about that. Nice bit of cash. How- <laughs> like, you can't get a price out of them. Oh, mate. So he goes, uh, right, so this is our, um, our, our smallest one wasn't 200 square foot like there was enough room to put a toilet in it but no toilet roll <laughs> like you could just piss and shit and then really leave intense oh. podcast <laughs> hi this is live from Adam's lap <laughs> it was so small and I was like oh it said online it said start at 200 square foot he went oh I don't know what advert you've seen there I was like your official advert right so uh, he's the owner as well this guy he's the owner of this business so then I went right was, yeah, he, the- was he from Liverpool no, yeah, he had like a northwest accent, but not Scouse. It might have been like Ormskirk or right. maybe even like Warrington, Saints, like somewhere uh, not Liverpool. Oh, uh, yeah. But like he's, he's suited and stuff, and he's a bit, yeah, you know, yeah. a car salesman sleazy. And I'm like, oh, right, yeah. okay. So, I went, well, this isn't big enough, means I said, I need, I need room to put a table that could get up to four people around in one bit and cameras pointed at that and a desk on the other side of the room so that I can type away and ideally if I can get a 200 square foot one which is what I sort of was looking at from your adverse and he was like oh 200 square foot so that's what you're looking at I was like yeah 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 I said because then I could put like a whiteboard up because I like I like writing and well it's an office at one side and then the studio you could put a couch for you know someone's mate that's watching I was that's like, the dream I was like this is uh, that, that, that's what I need and he went okay well we'll take you to the 100 square foot next and then we'll take you to the 200 and in fact I went okay cool so he's taken me and then he took me into this 200 square foot one and I was like it's quite nice this said it's a bit bright though it's all windows it's all glass and I can see everyone I went is there any a bit more sort of contained he went do you want a brick wall I said I'd fucking love a brick wall man <laughs> get the cameras pointed at the brick wall that'll yeah. look really aesthetically pleasing for the videos let's do it he took me and I was like this is great mate I went yeah let's go and sit down and uh, talk to the prices because I'm pretty sure I, I'll have that and he was like oh great cool yeah it's always nice when we get happy clients in so he sits down and he goes right so for that one uh, and he's typing away like <laughs> computer says no he went right so for that one uh, so you're looking and 200 square foot you're after I went yeah yeah he went so we're looking at <laughs> do you think he's, do you think he's just typing any like you know when you just go on a keyboard and pretend and it's like <laughs> I, blah, blah, blah. I, I do think it was it was just like it was like a kid who's got a keyboard for Christmas and he's just like who the fuck is that guy tap the fucking soundboard tap cunt 
So he, he's typing away and he went, right, we haven't got that one in a 200 square foot. And I went, well, to be honest with you, mate, that 100 square foot one, I, I think I could make do with that. That looked big enough. You know what I mean? Like, the setup you've got here is exactly what I need, isn't it? Desk you've got over there that I could use. And I could yeah, put a whiteboard. B- like, it's, a, it's a bit tight, but it's doable, isn't it? Yeah, as as an office and looking on a budget, I went, so the 100 square foot, and he went, yeah, so that we're looking at... Uh, that's actually on offer at the minute, so it's down to six, eight, nine, and I went six, eight, nine for the year, and he went, oh no, 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 that, that, that's monthly, and I went, right. what? And he went, yeah, yeah, but that's all your business rates included. I went, well, I don't need business rates. I need a room to put some cameras in and point them at a wall. He went, so how much was your budget? I said, well, your advert online said your room started two hundred square foot for twelve hundred a year, and he went, oh right, no, that's not exactly true that because. You know, remember that small one from earlier, and I was like, "Yeah, the the, yeah, the, 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 the cubicle." He went, "That's two eight nine a month." I went, <laughs> "What? What are you talking about?" And I went, "I'm a bit pissed off with you, dear mate. To be honest with you." And he went, "What?" I went, "You clearly knew that your advert stinks." And he went, "What do you mean?" Did you say that to him in real life? Yeah, I don't normally, right? Oh, but I was, so I was so pissed off. I went, you, "I said, I wonder what was going on at the beginning." When when you, you 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 refused to discuss prices with me before you took me on this tour, I said you 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 knew, didn't you? <laughs> and he goes, uh, "Look look look, mate, it's just our policy to do the tour first. And I went, "Yeah, but you do the tour first because you know people are enticed by that advert, and you're trying to sort of give them all the bullshit to convince yeah. them to go above it." And he went, "Off the record, mate, probably that's probably why we do it." Oh, just I, fuck off! And I went, "You're the owner." What do you mean, probably? You set the policy? You slimy prick. I got off, and then I got an email later on from, like, his assistant who'd set it up, and she was like, just following up on the meeting, and just... And I went, uh, I messed back, and I went, look, I'm really sorry about this. It was a complete waste of time, and I sent her a screenshot of the advert. We'll put it in, if this if this is the yeah, video yeah, we yeah. put out. <laughs> 1,200 quid for 200 square foot. I was fucking fuming. And that's why last night's hot water, I just took... You went on angry. I, I went on angry. Who has ever? Has any, uh, have you ever noticed when you answer an advert? Slimy bastard, though. That is... it. it it's treating you like such a dick, innit? I also... You know, through that whole story, I was like, I wonder what he was pretending to type. Yeah. Because he is the business owner. He doesn't work for them. It's not like he's like a part of a multinational where there's like a fucking in infrastructure and you've got to go into the system. <laughs> he's literally making up the prices as he goes. What is he typing? Like, is he, he writing just, playing just slime I'm a dick, I'm a dick, I'm a dick. He was he's playing Slime Soccer World Cup, I think. I think that's what he was doing. Yeah, um, guess what? Oh, let me just check. <laughs> yeah, that is on offer. Um, and you know how I check that? Not on the computer. I'm just typing bullshit. I just made it up. <laughs> made the number up in my head. Uh, if you... Also, could you have haggled him down? Is that is it one of them where they're like, they want you know you when you put something online? I do I do this whenever you put anything online now to sell. Sometimes we do stuff on like Facebook Marketplace. You never put what you want because you know people are gonna got a deal here. Yeah. Do you think he was just expecting you to barter instead of just lose your temper? I mean, maybe, but you can't barter someone down from no seven hundred pound a month to a hundred pound a month, can you? <laughs> Like I've I mean, got, you'd be good. I, I, I've got a recliner chair on the Facebook Marketplace at the minute. We've put it up for a hundred quid, hoping we get eighty for it. Yeah, okay. Right? Like if you, if I'd put that on for a grand, 
<laughs> open to get 80 quid. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're probably going to, like, people yeah, are going to lose interest. I want a grand for this kitchen table and chairs. Uh, it looks like a plastic one for children. Yeah, you can get them for 40 quid, you know. Want to call it 30. It does so- sort of work on cars, though. On cars, it kind of, as long as you've looked after the car. Like, I sold an old, my old, I had an old Volvo saloon. And as I bought it, I literally, I had this thing for like old granddad cars because we do so many motorway miles. I really like, at the time, I really liked a long cruising car. Do you do a lot of miles on a motorway? And just in case my insurance is listening, I do 6,000 a year as a writer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did I say a lot of miles? You say a lot of miles? I have to get a train. <laughs> I get loads I like of trains. train, but when I drive to and from the shops and not commuting, just socially, when I drive around to my friend's house, yeah. But 2.3 miles away I really like, you know, cruise control <laughs> Yeah I really like cruise control Driving around the estate yeah. I think it's important I do, like If my insurance is listening I'm 100% honest And I do 6,000 miles a year And I, I mainly am a writer I'm, I'm, a, I'm a writer? Yeah yeah. I write all of this This is written <laughs> Yeah This is really just me reading out my writing Yeah, I walked here From Liverpool Over the Runcorn Bridge and, and we don't get paid So it's social Nice to see you, pal And if my tax are listening I do do 40,000 miles a year. <laughs> do you know how many comics would be fucked if insurance companies and the tax man had one conversation? If Aviva just made one phone call to HMRC, uh, does this cunt really do 4,000 miles a year just socially? Come to us. He does nothing but drive and work. I think he works for fucking DPD, this cunt. <laughs> We've got him down as a part-time comedian, part-time Amazon delivery driver. <laughs> oh, oh god! <laughs> yeah, I got a, I had an old Volvo, and um, it I, as I bought it, I was really pleased with myself. It was like beige leather interior. Went to the pub um, to just pick up a mate. I can't remember what was happening <laughs> outside the pub. I hadn't had a drink. They came out. I was like, oh, "Look, I'm not." I've, it was. I got back from a gig early, went and met them, and they had a couple of drinks. And I was like, "I'll give you a lift home. Don't get the chance to be a designated driver very much." They were going one way, me and my mate were going the other, and uh, it was like the second day I'd had the car. I was really pleased with it. And uh, her mates were like, "What the fuck is that, Granddad Mobile? How fucking old are you?" And you're like, you know, you're like, "Oh God!" <laughs> and I absolutely loved that car. And I didn't really like. I don't know anything about engines. There was a little bit of a problem on the oil bit of it, but it was an old saloony car. And I ended up selling it for slightly more than I bought it for. Eighteen months after I bought it, just okay. because it looked nice. Because I put it on, <laughs> I just got cheeky with it. I bought it for 1800 and I, and I was looking at it as we sat, I was like, Laura, this looks good. I think I put it on for like 2400 and someone offered me 2100 Before that, two Russian... Oh, my God, I've just remembered this. Two Russian guys came to look at it, and they were not going to buy it for 2400 <laughs> They got so angry, they had the thing up. Laura's like, what the fuck are they doing in the car? I was like, I don't know, the Russian... I don't know if they were Russian or Polish, were like, this is not good, this is not good. Uh, have you serviced this? How long ago was this? This not good. Because I'm now thinking that these might be the father of your child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about three years ago. <laughs> you couldn't need to talk to your wife. <laughs> it was about three years ago. Literally, him and his dad were like, this broken, this broken. I don't know. Give you 700? Again, it's not good. You need the fix. And I was like, right. I'm, I, probably, I look at it. Literally, two days later, some fucking bloke called Bernard came around. He wasn't called Bernard, but he looked like it. 
and so was many like, callbacks. He, he was like so British. He was like, mm, this is uh, this is really shiny. I fucking love it. It's just you just need a plonker. If you're gonna make that sale where you're cheeky and you fucking go for the stars, just you just need a plonker and, and not two Russian blokes. If you're looking for a plonker, Facebook Marketplace is the place to go for that. The amounts of crazy people on buy sell swaps on those things it gives me energy, you know. Uh, it me, putting something on there makes you literally hate the fact you've put it on there. You're like, well, I don't. I know money's good, but I don't know if I want to answer this many dickhead questions. <laughs> does it work? <laughs> Are you spelling does with a Z, you fucking plonker? D U Z. Yeah. Does your autocorrect work on your fucking phone? <laughs> yeah, you've had to you override your phone system. Oh, stop telling me how to spell my words, phone. <laughs> fucking stupid. Does. I think it's oh, it's um, at this point worth us saying that we're recording this podcast a week in advance because you you're going gallivanting, and the only reason I'm bringing it up is I'm quite worried that sort of major is going to happen this week, and then people are going to listen for our opinion on it on the podcast. I actually thought that earlier today. <laughs> yeah, We've been just... so clever recording like four or five days earlier because we're like it's the response to the podcast has been so good. Yeah. Everyone's. I'm looking at the downloads. It's really good. I'm. Look, we're enjoying doing it. You know, we're working at it, but it's a fucking laugh. Yeah. And then we're like, right, really conscientiously, let's record early. Let's make sure we get one out. Don't want to miss it. What if there is like a massive event? Yeah. It's and then we just the like, sixth of February, and this is going. I was on Friday the fourteenth of February. <laughs> There's eight days here where oh, fuck something could go massively wrong well, how big would it have to be before it looks like like Jesus Adam and Dan are really committed to just like light hearted banter because they've not even talked about Scotland blowing up <laughs> you know that nuclear attack just on Dundee <laughs> wiped out Scotland <laughs> they've not even mentioned it do you know what um, <laughs> I, I'm not 100% sure that people would notice if there was a nuclear attack on Dundee to be honest with you <laughs> mate it, there'd be more of an uproar if Liverpool dropped points yeah <laughs> fuck this fuck yeah there really would we don't play this weekend so that's how we're not ah oh, phew yeah we're not we're not playing until next week so there's nothing phew um, having a little winter break aren't they we're having a winter sending break. out the under sevens to play Chelsea oh <laughs> Liverpool are so good they just send children on Anfield and still Celtic how many people turned up to Anfield it's by the way it was full of course it did that's how yeah. you know everyone's pleased with Klopp in his voice <laughs> uh, yeah I'm uh, sending out uh, my seven year old niece she's uh, playing left back Brilliant. <laughs> fucking Jürgen's worked at She was fucking great. Little they Stephanie. Were, the, the kids were great, man. Ah, oh, look they, at you. They were you so good. Look at you can't even do jokes about I Liverpool. Can't. It's, just, I'm, it's too good at the minute. I'm trying to do banter, and you're like, uh, yeah, all joking aside, though, uh, he could put out his niece, <laughs> Stephanie. I'm sure she's got a wicked left foot, as long as she tracks back, you know? Oh, uh, the internet's great at the minute with, with regards to the fussy, because there's a lot of other football fans who are they're, they're melting down. Like they, they can't handle the, the 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 lead Liverpool have got is so unassailable. It's such an early part of the season that th- there's there's just a complete rejection. That this is possibly down to merit. <laughs> I just turn I just turn Twitter off if I was them. Uh, who, who who are pitching? Man United fans. United City and Everton. I'm I'm quite happy for them to keep bitching because it's given me energy. Like the the amount of conspiracy theories that are spouting where it's like the the FA are Liverpool fans is like well it's run, it's run by a Bradford fan. <laughs> I 
actually. The FA are Liverpool fans. The, the FA want Liverpool to win the league, and they've brought in VAR, Daniel. That's what it's been brought in for. What, last to, year? To, to, to get Liverpool to win the league. That's why it's there. It's not to make new decisions, not make the decisions any better. Let, let's ignore the fact that Liverpool have actually lost more decisions to VAR than yeah. gained them. Ignore that. It's been brought in to make sure Liverpool win the league. Hey, when, cause when people who watch football think there's a conspiracy within football, it makes me think they're retarded. <laughs> I literally, I'm like, looking at you going, can anyone be fucking arsed? And also, that thing of like, wow, so-and-so have had a really easy cup run. What, how is it in the FA's interest to give anyone an easy cup run? <laughs> the best games... You know, when you look at the cup run, you're like, shit game, shit game, shit game. The best games, by a mile, are the ones where all of a sudden, there's like that one in every like few... There's maybe one around where, even less, where City get United, yeah. or Chelsea get Arsenal, or Liverpool are at United. That, for the FA Cup, that's what they do. If they were rigging the league, it would be massive behemoth matches, plus like... One game where it's like fucking Telford versus Man City. Because that's always fun, in it? Also, if they were going to rig it's the league, fit. I think they'd try and hide it a bit better than 22 <laughs> points clear <laughs> to start a fucking Fenwini. <laughs> that's like Kim Jong-un's... Do you remember Kim Jong-un's golf score that was released by this, the North Korean press? He was like, and then he shot a hole-in-one on a past five. And then our glorious leader shot another hole-in-one. He did 18 holes in 19 shots, didn't he? <laughs> It's they, a bit like that. They, they added one extra shot. Like he missed one hole in one, just to be like, he's not, he's not a, a god. He's human. <laughs> I mean, no one could get eighteen holes in one, guys. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> Next, the news. Everything's great in North Korea. <laughs> We've won the World Cup again. <laughs> Next is war. Kim Jong Un scored a hat trick at the World Cup that you're not allowed to watch because you're not allowed to television. Isn't that incredible? Like in North Korea, and I don't know whether the North Korean people believed it, but the government what showed? I think they played Portugal and got beat like six nil, and they just told the North Korean people that's us in the purple shirts by the way <laughs> we won that 6-0 oh no they didn't they can't they, have they did they told the whole country that they won the World Cup <laughs> fucking <laughs> how the fuck did we get to Liverpool's 22 point lead in the Premier League to North Korea I think that shows that either shows real skill as bright broadcasters that we can show that, that level of range or that we've both got ADD like <laughs> I actually sort of respect the dictatorship level of like, like that, you know, just like, no, we won the World Cup. Like, I think that would work over here with a lot of stuff. Like, <laughs> if a year ago, when Theresa May was still in charge, she'd have just come out and gone, we've left Europe, don't worry about it now, uh, we're out. Yeah. I think most people would have gone, good, thank you for sorting that out, <laughs> and then just gone back to their lives. They, would, they don't know how to check. Glorious leader. Yeah, just... I reckon we need a dictator. I, reckon I think you'd have to turn Twitter off because if people are bitching about the FA Cup and then the league being fixed, yep, we've made a decision about Europe. Don't fancy it anymore. See you later. Like everyone's gonna, like going to be like, oh yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I would have just took a shiny, crispy twenty-pound note to Brussels, slid it across to Angela Merkel, and gone, "Hey, we're going to tell fucking everyone we've left, but we're, we're not." Can we stay here? Like, you know the way you record all the big European Parliament meetings? Just don't ever have a camera on one of us. We we'll still contribute, but just don't ever show our faces. Yeah, here. and we're going to tell these morons that Boris Johnson got 18 holes in one. <laughs> just it, just fuck, fuck North Korea. It's 20 quid, Angela. Get yourself a brat first. <laughs> Sorry, 20 euros. <laughs> Could it change for you at the post oh, office? I've, I've left it in pounds. You'll get £22.50 from that. The euro exchange thing, yeah. 
<laughs> Why are you doing sexy voice for Angela Merkel? It's, that's what series, mate. She's oh, is talking it? to Angela Merkel. Oh, is it? Wow, why did you make it a little bit, a little bit lesbian? Oh, I reckon Theresa May is probably a filthy bitch. Disgusting! <laughs> you haven't jerked off in nearly thirty-six hours. That's unprecedented. <laughs> if you had to fuck a world leader, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, have, I'll play. You I'll, have, I'm here for this. You have okay. to penetrate one world leader with your dick. What do you have to Who are you going to do Past or present or <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bang Abraham Lincoln lad Four score <laughs> yeah, Did they have to be current or uh, Yeah we can't do it You can't bang dead world leaders Why Fuck Hitler <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a better story though wouldn't it I won't kill him <laughs> No we can't do time travel Time travel makes it weird Why <laughs> It's not realistic now. <laughs> Adam, you're so Realistically, silly. what world leader would you fuck? Stop trying to ruin it with fantasy. <laughs> Kim Jong un would be great. Could just to see the press release. I think Podcast like, Podcast Champion Dan Nightingale <laughs> made love to our glorious leader. What, our like, glorious leader made Dan Nightingale come four times. Wouldn't it be a great story though? Like I reckon royalty would be better though. Right. Like, you know, like like Meghan Markle right and Kate you know they've married in to royal yeah. someone's fucked them <laughs> <laughs> like before they were with the prince no I don't think with Kate I think not she, with Kate no I think she might have been she's from Yorkshire <laughs> no, she, she fucking owns Yorkshire she, she, yeah she's from Yorkshire there's some lad who when he was 16 fingered Kate Middleton uh, <laughs> My God! Like, but he has though. And every time he sees her, like, just being all graceful on the news and stuff, and it's the Duchess of Cambridge. <laughs> and he's just like, I've, I've banged her. Yeah, Meghan Markle. I mean, does it just? I think that's how you know you're getting a bit older when you're like, these women are beautiful, aren't they? Like, they are stunning. Yeah, they're gonna be the like one of them's gonna be the queen. Well, it won't be Meghan now. She's they've got no, her. no. But it's going to be Kate Middleton is Kate Middleton's the next possible queen, isn't it? Oh no, Camilla, shit, Queen Cam Cam. Yeah, but like I reckon, by the time the queens they're there and Charles will be on the lazies anyway, I reckon it won't be long before. Uh, How much is Charles? It's like mummy, just fuck off. M- Middleton and William are going to be queen and king, and then there'll be some lad in Wakefield who can be like a fucking bang the queen meal up. <laughs> And neck the queen. Stop talking about that, Steve. You <laughs> fucking bullshitter. No, then. <laughs> yeah, but, and that's the thing. No one will fucking believe him. No one who knows for the fact it happened. But there'll be like three or four of their mates. There's like uh, maybe like two other lads and two other girls who waited around the corner while they went behind like a fucking phone box or something to have a little neck and a cheeky thing. Thing Yeah. I tell you what, though, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bang that around. That information around Wakey. Because if they knocked off Diana in a tunnel in France, they can definitely kill some dickhead in Wakefield and his mates. <laughs> Don't keep stop telling people that. Fucking hell. MI5 are going to fucking murder you. <laughs> Imagine that. Getting fucking knocked off. Shot three times in the head for tell- telling a finger bang story. He killed himself by shooting him three times in the head. <laughs> <laughs> and just as an irony, they, the three holes in his head, they put his own fingers into it. That's what you get for telling stories. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just think it's amazing that, that that's almost certainly true. There's no way she she's at least kissed someone. There's someone who's necked the princess. Yeah. And eventually the queen. I've necked the queen. What a thing to be able to say. I, the- I think the way you're characterising these m- young men, I don't think they talk like that. Because although, you know, people are like, she's a commoner, she's not that common. Do you know, Jack Whitehall's got that bit, because they went to school yeah, together, like, didn't People who are posh love a bit of fucking common, don't they? Oh, do they? <laughs> yeah. Thanks for quoting pulp songs. <laughs> <laughs> she had a thirst for knowledge. <laughs> she studied sculpture at St. Martin's College. That's what I... I want a neck. How many posh, b- <laughs> posh birds you fingered at him <laughs> in your time? Um, loads by me nans. Uh, <laughs> several on holiday as well, and you can't verify that, so loads. Right. Loads. Great. Well, from Liverpool's 22-point lead to Kim Jong-un <laughs> to finger-banging royalty, that was a hectic start to this podcast. <laughs> Uh, we got a tweet from one guy going, it's, mate, I'm loving it, but it's too... What's happening? And I think I think we are literally diagnosing each other with ADD. I'm like... But in my head, I was like, that all made sense. Yeah, the gear changed in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. Let's, let's... Oh, yeah, go. Do you want to do it? I was just I literally... I just breathe in. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Twat of the Week. This is Have a Word with Adam Rowe and Dan Nightingale. And this is our brand new feature where we have been sent a story from around the world where someone has been a bit of a twat this week. Uh... Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> Mate, I'm going to clip out whatever noise that was at the end you made. Like... <laughs> You're going to put that on your soundboard. <laughs> Who the fuck that. is that guy? Disgusting. <laughs> Do you have a jerk off? <laughs> so, <laughs> this can be anyone, by the way. We can do we, any story from around. It can be from the news. I found this a couple of weeks ago, and then I uh, I was going to do it last week, but there was a it was already a massive episode. So, the twat of the week this week is this guy. A man who phoned in a hoax bomb threat in a bid to delay a flight he was running late for has been jailed for 16 months. This is brutal. Rashidul Islam was sentenced at Lewis Crown Court after old oh, after pleading guilty to communicating false information. He was also banned from Gatwick Airport. The 32-year-old called police 45 minutes before his EasyJet flight to Marrakesh from Gatwick was due to take off after his train was cancelled and his taxi became stuck in traffic in May last year. His hoax caused the evacuation of the flight and 147 passengers were rechecked by security, costing the airline an estimated 30 grand. A Crown Prosecution Service spokesman said Islam anonymously called police after 45 minutes before his EasyJet booking from Gatwick was due to take off, warning, uh, someone may have a bomb on the plane, you need to delay the flight. The hoaxer made two further threats in the following minutes, fucking really, tripled down, causing crew on the 5.40pm flight to Marrakesh to be evacuated. The spokesman <laughs> added that Islam was flying to Morocco to visit his fiancée and made the hoax call after transport difficulties from Cricklewood, North London, to the airport. Islam ran into transport difficulty when his train to Gatwick unexpectedly terminated at St Pancras. He instead took a taxi from the central London station, but traffic meant he would arrive at the airport with only minutes to get through security. The hoax initially succeeded, giving Islam time to check in before he's arrested at the gate after police traced him to the anonymous caller. Rashid Islam suggests his 99 calls were simply a misguided solution to running late and not intended to cause genuine fear. Oh my good God. So Radishul Islam. Oh my, I can't believe 
someone actually was late for a plane and went shit I, I just can't understand how that can be your go to option running late for something like uh, I, I might miss this what, what am I getting? a bomb threat <laughs> how's that like how's that option number one how is an option number one ringing the airport and going excuse me I'm running late here is there any chance this plane's going to be a bit late or delayed because blah 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 check it out you know what I mean see if there's another thing that <laughs> yeah. might hold the plane back rather than hello <laughs> could you imagine though if you did that on the same number hi I'm, I'm running really late you know it's from like 07983 <laughs> I'm running really late is the plane going to be on time yes sir it's definitely it's going to be on time here at EasyJet we nearly always get away on time <laughs> right <laughs> the same number two minutes later hello <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? Do you think Rashidul, uh, mate? If you're Muslim, listen to this. You're going, what a fucking prick. Yeah. Your surname is the name of our religion that already gets a ton of shit because of the 002 percent that are fucking assholes. And he's gone. Yeah. Do you know what? 0.2. That's a high. That's a high number of Muslims that you're throwing under the bus. There, you know. 0.2 percent. <laughs> That's a lot of Muslims you've just called terrorists. <laughs> no. I said balance. No bets. Oh. <laughs> uh, what I, I like though is and if I if I was um Mr. Mi- Islam. Mr. Islam. <laughs> it, what he actually said was there might be someone on board with a bomb. And that's always true. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> like he didn't say there's someone on board with a bomb and you need he, he said there might be. So if I was being intelligent, I'd be like, yeah, 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 there might have been. I was just, like, just making sure you guys had checked that there wasn't. <laughs> and <laughs> then I ran again. Is a good idea that we make sure no one with a bomb ever gets on a plane? I was just trying to help you out. I was late as well. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just, You know when you were saying, like, like, I can't believe that that was his first option. I can't think of another option. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair to Mr. Islam, I can't think of another. You're like, shit, I cannot miss. I'm going to get laid in Marrakesh. I think that adds to it that he's going to see his fiance in Marrakesh. Does he not watch Friends? You ring up and you tell them there's something wrong with the left phalange. <laughs> not remember that? Just do, do, do the reference. Yeah. Just, yeah. And this is why all people should hang out. Yeah. If more <laughs> Moroccan Muslims watch Friends, <laughs> they'd get all the references. Yeah. But darling, <laughs> I had sex in Cricklewood, but we were on a break. <laughs> Do you think he put on a voice? Uh, what well, when he rang up? You think when it he was depends on his accent, doesn't it? Like we we, we don't know whether he's got a Moroccan accent or whether <laughs> he's actually just from North London. And he's like, listen, like yeah, safe, yeah, listen, bro. There might be someone on a fucking plane with a bomb in it. All right, I'm just saying, just fucking check it, man. Yeah, maybe take like an hour. I'll be a few security right then. Listen, bro. And what was it also? What was the taxi driver thinking? <laughs> <laughs> He's in a fucking Uber. You right, bro? How are you doing? You all right? Two seconds, yeah. Can you just turn the radio down? Cheers, mate. Hello, you got the chance. <laughs> what is a bomb threat? What, what if it was the taxi driver's idea? <laughs> He's like sweating in the back taxi driver's like, what's wrong, mate? And he's like, oh, I'm running late for this fucking plane. And like, by the time we get there, there's only going to be a minute. He's like, he's calling a bomb threat, lad. <laughs> Could you not go faster? I've got a license. <laughs> Call a bomb threat in, lad. Honestly, they'll clear the plane off. It'll take them at least an hour. You'll be sad. Works all the time. 
but definitely do more of a voice. <laughs> do you think they had a little practice? Like, just run run through it. <laughs> right, what I'm going to say is just say, you know, there might be a, a, a bomb on the plane and you should definitely delay the flight. What, cancel the flight? No, 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 don't say that. <laughs> Hello. It is me. No, 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 you don't want to do that. You want to be someone who might have just heard about it, so maybe a lady. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> there might be a bomb on the plane. <laughs> Where did you hear this, madam? Don't know. <laughs> Please do not call me. I'm a concern. I have just heard that flight 208 to Morocco has a man on it, and he might have a bomb. Maybe question him for 45 minutes. His name is... Alan Smith <laughs> Timmy Christian <laughs> Tyson Travis like good one bro good one. How, long, sh- sh- how long should we delay the flight for uh, two seconds <laughs> what's the ETA <laughs> mate sh- sh- what's the ETA gonna be there in about 45 about 45 <laughs> minutes I'm just a helpless, timid little lady who has <laughs> links to international terrorists. For some reason, I'm from the deep south of Alaska. Oh, Lord, Lord, it's so hot this time of year in Cricklewood. <laughs> oh, the Cricklewood summer gives me the vapors. Uh, boss, there's a woman on the phone from Kansas. <laughs> she says there's a bomb on the plane. Get everyone off! <laughs> but it'll cost 30 grand. Fucking, oh, Islam doing 16 months and then he got done for uh, a 42 month sentence for unconnected money laundering offences <laughs> I understand having the idea you know of calling the bomb first but it's another thing to actually go through with it isn't it <laughs> just love the idea that he that he was just trying to do it quietly so the taxi driver didn't hear him I'm just going to make a call yeah uh, there might be a bomb on a, a plane so fucking you better delay it what okay <laughs> Shit, nothing. <laughs> Brutal. So, what's his full name? Rashidul Islam. Yeah, Rashidul Islam. Probably don't say his name with the accent. <laughs> Rashidul Islam, rather than Rashidul Islam. <laughs> Rashidul Islam, you are our twat of the week, lads, and we know you're a big fan of the podcast, and we appreciate it. Can you get podcasts in prison? Probably. Get everything else. They have Sky, don't they? According to my. <laughs> Trying to smuggle fucking heroin up your ass. <laughs> also an SD card. Mate, other words got a new episode out. It's right there next to the spice. According to like so, like Daily Mail articles and stuff that get shared onto my Twitter timeline, like prison's like a five star holiday resort now. Hey, it's unbelievable. They've got jacuzzis. <laughs> they listen to podcasts. You get everything. It's no, sky. you can't you can't you can't you can't get the internet from prison. You can't. No, you. How how can that be possible? What do you mean? Where where are you getting it? Prison is less secure than the Big Brother house. <laughs> yeah, but how are you fucking sticking an iPad up your booty? Like I understand that. No, like they just give them them. They've got phones. Yeah. Of well, no, they've got access to like computers and stuff. There was a lad I like grew up with who went to yeah, prison. Yeah, but isn't that like the, all right? Um, That's I, like the library computer though, isn't it? <laughs> Just the queue of inmates. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest sign ever. No wanking. <laughs> Inmate. <laughs> get two minutes apiece. Yeah, there was a lad I went Sorry. to, like that that I grew up with. He went to. He was a couple of years younger than me. He went to prison for armed robbery. And uh, yeah, good, good. Just, just throwing that out just there. Just throwing that out there. He's a nice lad though. Um, 
he's you know sometimes you get a bit skint and you need a bit of money don't you so you, you grab a post office with a son of shotgun listen um, mate in the last episode you were talking about having a fucking boating a punting ride around <laughs> Cambridge University don't try and get all fucking Baltimore wire yeah me I just grew up around the guy who's fucking blew two people's heads off do you know what I mean but that's life that was like the role growing up do you know what I mean came back from Cambridge University everyone was dead <laughs> <laughs> go on sorry um yeah, and he used to, like, I still had him on Facebook, and he'd just put, like, a, a status up every now and then, like, prisons, fuck and shit, and then it'd be, like, prison sound again now, and prison, I can't wait to get out, actually, it's all right in here. <laughs> <laughs> I am absolutely gobsmacked that they're allowed pr- uh, phones in prison. I don't know whether he had a phone, because it wasn't like he was updating, like, constantly, but, like, every, like, week or so, there'd just be a new status or whatever. He was never active on chat. Like, I was never, like... Yeah. <laughs> never on me chatting, seeing him there. Like. I love it. How That's how addictive social media is. That people, even though they only get, like, three allotted minutes a week on the one shared computer at the prison, they're still like, what are you doing? A big line of fucking inmates. What are you, what are you doing? Status update. Yeah, you just copy and paste it from the bloke before prison <laughs> shit, and I'm still in prison. Do you reckon you could handle prison? Like, if you, if you, like... Are you fucking kidding? Like, six months. I'd be... I'd kill myself. I'd, I'd be dead. <laughs> I'm too beautiful. Honestly, I just honestly, I'm so starved. I'd be, I'd bump someone. I'd be someone's bitch. Within, I'm fucking. I'm a wimp. I can't fight, and I shave my ass. I'm in. I'm in trouble. You could could use your crowd wear comedy skills. Who's drinking? (laughs) (laughs) Give me a shit if you've been before. (laughs) I don't come to where you're in prison and knock the cock out of your mouth. That doesn't make. Where did you learn to whisper? At a maximum security <laughs> facility? Fuck. <laughs> I, I think... Give me a cheer if you haven't been before. <laughs> ah, you sat at the front, dickhead. <laughs> Rookie mistake. I think I would be someone's bitch. I really do. I, re- I honestly th- I think... I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd do well for it. I just I'd, I'd worry what would, what would be your tactic though to try and survive prison what would you like, how would you try and I'd just tell them I knew you and that you you know I know Adam Rowe and he grew up with like a guy that you know <laughs> shot nine people you know just growing up <laughs> prove it well just he's got I've got him six on Facebook six months and you're in a maximum security prison six maximum <laughs> fucking hell yeah in London yeah so oh like my you, god it's an away game yeah so you've been sent there so visitation's hard no one knows you can't you, you can't name drop me it's not in fucking Walton lad <laughs> pray but the, the the last thing just before I got fucking dry humped in the showers like, alright geezer you're in my fucking manor now what's your name boy you look like a pretty little fucking white pebble I'd yeah. be like <laughs> would you resist a bullet? have you have you what like in <laughs> in like Shawshank would you would you like be like you, no one's fucking bumming me or would you just from day one be like I'm getting bummed here it's just gonna happen I'm just gonna get on flax into it yeah <sighs> I don't know when in Rome <laughs> I can't fight so what am I gonna do are they, are they gonna go straight for bumming or is there gonna be a, a bit of intimidation <laughs> you think they're gonna take you out for dinner first <laughs> Are they going to go straight for bumming? Oh. What do you think builds up to that? Kissing. <laughs> Just wanking you off in the shower one day. It's like, second base. <laughs> Me in the shower. 
Uh, Don't no, go straight to bumming. I think my tactic would be be pathetic. I'd be like, are gonna go straight to bumming? Are they? Is that I'm what not they a do? slag. Take me to the canteen first. <sighs> That's so funny. What? What in your head is the build-up? I don't know. I'm a new. I'm what? Nude first day in prison. Yeah. Fresh me. Yeah. Just, I thought they just like build up to it. What though? Flirting. <laughs> you want to share my shower yard? <laughs> Maybe things have changed in prison as well. Pe- things have changed in greater society. You know, N- now no means no. Maybe that works in prison. Yeah. Can you imagine that? In prison? Guys, hey, <laughs> no means no, and don't make me start a hashtag Twitter when I get my five minutes of allotted internet time on Wednesday. Yeah, I think all rules, including the the the, 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 the way we deal with everything in the world today, is off the table. So I want to know your plan. I just get bummed, don't I? I don't even know. If just I'd accept fight. it. It depends, you know. Just lens over in the shower, one after another. Oh no, not two! <laughs> oh come on, I can take uh, one bumming, one a day. Is it going to be two? I reckon it's going to be your- several. What the? F- Fuck, I just wouldn't wash. <gasps> That's the tactic. Talking no about wash. last week's episode. Don't wash. Yeah, you can be a smelly cunt in prison. Oh, man. Oh, we just I'd solved be... prison. Oh, just literally. <sighs> don't even... I don't even have soap. Never mind picking it up. My first status update would just be I get my I get on the internet, my first prison status update, and I tag you in it. They go straight to bumming. <laughs> I love the thought though of us getting a have a word submission from an inmate. Me the fucking land in the cell next to me stinks. <laughs> Tell them to have a word, the fit little fucker. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Twice of the week, done. <laughs> that was ridiculous. I loved it. What's happening everyone, this is Adam Rowe here Just before we get into the have words, just a quick message to let you know I'm about to go on my UK tour I'm coming to a lot of cities all over the UK over the next few months And I'd love you to come and see us There's tickets left for most shows, there's a couple about to sell out I'm coming to Liverpool, Bridgewater, Leeds, Birmingham, Chester, Glasgow, Aberdeen, Manchester, Blackpool, Bristol, Brighton, Maidenhead, Nottingham Hull and Dudley all between now and the end of April uh, you can get tickets at adamrow.co.uk forward slash shows that's A-D-A-M-R-O-W-E .co.uk forward slash shows uh, and I would love to see you there also this week's podcast is brought to you by Prism Clothing Prism Clothing is a Liverpool based designer store for hoodies t-shirts and caps if you've seen last week's teaser video you'll have seen me wearing their blue escape mountain cap uh, they've sent me a few of the caps over the last year and they're really, really great. High quality, durable caps at ridiculously good prices. Head to prismclo.com to browse their store. That's P R Y Z M C L O.com to browse their store, order some caps, order some hoodies. They're dead good, dead good quality. Uh, and they're good friends of ours over there. Check them out. Now it's time for Have a Weird. Adam and Daniel, I can't tell you how much I love this podcast. Please, please keep making it forever. Well, if you keep listening to it, we will. Uh, 
It's the highlights of me week at the minute. Also, so like to prison. Sorry, go. <laughs> go. We can get it in prison. We've covered this. Oh, right. Also, can you have a word with my teenage son? He's the one who introduced me to you two, so I'm sure he'll listen to this. He's just turned 16 and he's doing his GCSEs this year. However, he's not putting any effort in when it comes to his exams and revision, and I'm worried he's not going to get the results he should get. He's always been in the top classes at school, and if he pulls his finger out, he'll be on course to get A's across the board, which he'll need to get into sixth form, won't he? He's he's not listening to me about how important these exams are. Maybe he will listen to you. Thanks from Diane in Leeds. You, you know my initial reaction. It's it's the hardest to have a word ever, and parents have got a nightmare doing it because he's obviously bright. This kid, yeah. like proper bright, but he's also sixteen and he's got that. <coughs> he's got the distractions happening. Penises, uh, then he wants to put in vaginas or mouth. buttholes or mm. mouths or neither. Maybe he's asexual, we don't know. But he definitely has pubic hair right now. Yeah, he's, got, he's just distracted, isn't he? And um, it's going to be really boring, but one of my big regrets is I look back and I got an A, four Bs, and five Cs or something like that, or six Cs. And I look back and that is really fucking poor for me. And it's because I did almost no revision. I did the coursework because someone was leaning on you it's step by step the coursework yeah. had to be in so they were like where is the coursework and it was decent because I had the time to do it then I got to that the summer I didn't revise it was beautiful like the my memory of GCSEs and it's probably the memory of everyone's GCSEs is the best summer in recorded history <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's like you never remember a yeah. cloudy day no just, you just remember the end of it isn't it yeah, yeah. everyone just like it, outside constantly you're like oh, I'll get in prison but I, uh, uh, I wish I'd done more revision because it, it does it it, it affects the next stage and then the next stage after that. Well, I'm going to completely flip it and tell Diane to chill the fuck out because I don't think GCSEs are as important as they make out. <laughs> well, he doesn't need all A's to get into... When, as soon as you read that, I was like, I'm not sure, as long as he scrapes in. like, But is it going to be indicative of him not doing the work for A-levels as well? Maybe. I mean, yeah, so it is my opinion on it. Every exam you do as far as your degree before your degree every exam you do is literally just qualifying you to do another exam right so your GCSEs are just qualifying you to do your A levels now you will get into sixth form as long as you've got five A star to C's that's all you need yeah right now I was pretty much exactly the same as this kid I was in all the top sets and when it got to GCSE I did fuck all work and still got quite ridiculous results really I got one over on me religious educations um religious educations religious education teacher teacher um because <laughs> i didn't do a it. lot of the intelligence has drained away gradually i got one over on me re person <laughs> lesson giver speaky woman of religion um shouty smart lady she was shouty as well oh, was northern she? irish Bible bashing. Are you fucking kidding? No, she's the now the head teacher of the school as well, mate. The Northern Irish should never shout because oh. they already have the menace. She's f she was fucking terrifying. Let's learn about fucking Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what about Hinduism? Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Learn about Jesus. Yeah, literally, we never had a single lesson on any religion other than Catholicism, which <laughs> is what the school. It was Catholic studies, really. She was <laughs> so fucking aggressive. We had one whole lesson as well on, um, you know, the Black Eyed Peas song "Where Is the Love." 
We had a whole lesson on that song because apparently that's a prayer, that. <laughs> Mate. It's a prayer. That is not in the national curriculum. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Cardinalina, mate. Where is the love is a fucking prayer. I say fuck the curriculum. <laughs> what was that? Curriculum. <laughs> I can't even say it. It doesn't matter. I fucking love doing Northern Irish. <laughs> Listen, you little bastards. You fucking learn about I can't Jesus. can't tell you how terrifying it is because you sound like a... Like exactly Our Lord. Like a... <laughs> who, who had a brilliant bit about having a French... GCSE teacher oh it was fucking Steve Shanyaski back in the day yeah. he had an amazing thing about you can't have a Northern Irish French teacher because then you just learn French with a Northern Irish <laughs> oh sure do we <laughs> and bonjour to you too <laughs> <laughs> say, Leopard. like she, she'd um, she'd never she, she had like a like a switch my RDC chair it's like me when I'm drinking I go from being sober to hammered in half a pint of lager like I can have ten pints and it's like Adam doesn't even seem like he's been dr- oh he's naked and he's on the table like literally like that there's a flick and she was like that she'd be quite calm she'd be like do your fucking work but she's that, 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 that's it like just a, t- a constant tone of northern Irish aggression just, just always the threat, there the threat and she'd occasionally be like can, can you stop doing that please can you stop doing that please and then she'd snap and it was get out now <laughs> get out now that's ex- every lesson three or four get out now <laughs> and those kids were never seen from again never. if you got sent out of RE you, you left the school that was <laughs> it it was over that was it you were dead to her and Jesus um, but I got one over on here because I, di- I did one so I think there was six pieces of coursework you had to do for the GCSE and I did one right Um and not the rest I was like I can't be bothered Adam you're letting yourself down you're letting the whole school down and our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ she's like it's basically impossible for you to pass this GCSE now because you've got no fucking coursework in she she never swore but in my head she did you've got no fucking coursework in you stupid little fucking you're a fucking disgrace I don't even swear ever in life and you're a wee cunt I got a B though Look at I, got, you, I, got like, I got like 94% on the, on the exam Because it's all just like the, It's a very easy exam to pass So I got a B And afterwards I went over to her And I was like Miss I thought it was like impossible for us You went over to her Yeah because like You are such a fucking you had badass Because you, you literally Like on the day You went to get like GCSE results Most of your teachers were there I was like Miss But I thought it was impossible to pass when, Well you, you appear to have proven everyone wrong Don't you Adam <laughs> Yeah uh, You've won this one um, you know what I had an RE teacher called Boggy Whitmore <laughs> who I think started teaching in about 1925 he was called Mr Whitmore Boggy Whitmore and there was a rumour that went round was that Boggy was, his first name or was no, that a nickname it was his nickname <laughs> you never knew your teacher's first name do you never remember that from school where one teacher accidentally called a teacher by the first name like oh sorry Jane and you were like <gasps> Mr Malone's called Jane <laughs> so childish we're all boys school like uh, Boggy Whitmore Every, anyone who went to Hutton will literally hear that name around the, the mid 90s Boggy Whitmore and uh, there was a rumour went round from the older kids that if you got him talking about violins he'd stop the lesson and explain all about the history and how to make a violin because he was like obsessed with violins we had a teacher with footy like that a substitute teacher her name was Miss Murphy and she'd just come in and like if you got her talk she'd come in and go turn to chapter 7 and if you got here talking about footy the lesson was done oh, I love stuff like that Boggy Whitmore was, was amazing because you were like it sounds like I'm making it up like how could that be real but this is like 1995 96 genuinely 
one lesson, John Lloyd Fletcher, who was like the funny, cocky bastard in our class, was like, watch this, lads. Really early on. Sir, he was so good. He was like, really interested in how exactly you make a, a violin. And I was like, no, 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 we've got to get on with the lesson. And he was like, really, genuinely, sir, got about 50 minutes of violin out of him. And it was utterly fucking tedious and boring. But it was fascinating because you're like, this is legendary. This is yeah. going to go down in history because we nearly did the full lesson in violins. <laughs> and even though what he was talking about was like mind-numbingly dull and you're like, um, this is how I talk. It was so boring. John Lloyd, it was so insane watching John Lloyd at the back because he was like, yes, yeah, sir. <gasps> That's amazing. What else? How do you, what's the wood made out of, sir? <laughs> oh, if you're really interested, uh, Fletcher, let me tell you, it's a beautiful wood. <laughs> 50 fucking minutes. Amazing. What, what this teacher just talked about football for you, Miss Murphy? See, that's interesting. She, she, she was a massive Liverpool fan, and it um, she she like liked to act like she was like in the know and knew about transfers and stuff. Right, right. So like, if you were like, "Hey, Miss, have you heard any rumours about the summer transfer window?" She'd be like, "Actually, Michael Arteta and Tim Cahill are actually both going to Man United in the summer." So for all the Everton fans, I'm really sorry about that. And how do you know about that, Miss? Well, my brother's dog gets walked <laughs> by the fella who cleans the changes. Uh, the place next to Liverpool's training ground and occasionally he listens in and he gives me all my info <laughs> like it was just she, I think she still works there now she was like the one substitute that was like a constant at the school you know like a lot of substitutes come into schools don't they and like yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're not always there she was the substitute for our school she was the solskjaer of your, of your school <laughs> she was just came she, off the bed yeah yeah every day she, she had stuff to do um and it was just a school-wide conspiracy. Miss Murphy comes in, just st- five Early minutes doors. in, fussy. The whole didn't always work though. Gone. With Boggy Whitmore, it didn't always work because <laughs> if you try it again, he's wise to it. Like, well, sir, tell us about violins. No, we are doing the lesson. You're like, oh fuck. <laughs> well, Do you mate. know my missus Jade? Right, so she's been doing substitute teaching for the past few months, just going to like secondary schools and stuff. And uh, she's told the kids to call her Miss Rowe. So obviously we're not even close to being married. But it's because her surname is Laycock. Oh, my And you can't be Miss Lay the Cock, can you? You can't have cock (laughs) in your name. You can't have cock in your name. If you're... you're, How old is she? Like 25? Yeah. You can't be a 25-year-old substitute teacher with cock in your name. No. Miss Laycock! You've been laying the cock lately, girl! Miss Laycock. I just, the emphasis. Excuse me, Miss Laycock! What? I said your name. I said your name. What, Miss? Why are you crying? I said your name. Tell her to put on a northern night. Listen, you little bastard. It's Laycock. Laycock. Yeah, do your revision, lad. Seriously. Just do no, some do No, do some do well, a little bit. I didn't revise for a single GCSE. I got an A star, seven A's, a B, and a C. Right. So, as long as you can get into A level, and then you're willing to book your ideas up at A level, fucking coast lad. Ignore your ma. Ignore Dan. No, do put, a bit. Put it in third gear and just coast at twenty. Play <laughs> fussy with your mates. Ignore what she's saying, mate. Do a little <laughs> bit though. I know. I know. You I can tell like which it, one of us has got kids. Just do a bit. <laughs> Because honestly, all I can remember from GCSEs is how to make violins. So, <laughs> fucking beautiful. I uh, I've got another one. Do you want to do it? Yeah, cool. So I we didn't get that lad's name, but to Diane in Leeds, thanks for your submission. I'm sorry I didn't take it too serious. Um, I hope he books his ideas up when he gets to A level. But literally, like, he, if he's a clever lad, he's getting into sixth form anyway. Don't worry about it. That's have a word number one of the week. Dan, you've got number two. Yeah. Hello there, boys. This is probably going to cause me a load of hassle, 
But I need, that's in em- that's emphasised, to get this off my chest. If it's okay with you, I'm not going to actually use my mate's name in case she gets pissed off. But here goes. My mate recently separated from her long-term partner boyfriend. They were together nearly 10 years. They were happy for maybe the first two or three of those. And frankly, it was a bit of a relief when they finally broke up last year. He wasn't an arsehole or anything. They were just not right for each other. They've been together since college and he's got a bit boring and never wanted to do anything. It's caused problems and eventually she ended it. We were all really proud of her. It was the best thing. He's still boring and now she can be herself and have fun. Well, that's what we thought at the time. As soon as she was single and maybe actually a bit before then, she got into the online dating thing. She straight away got loads of attention as she is really pretty and has a good figure. She got loads of messages from blokes and went on a few dates and we were all really supportive. But that was a while ago and now she is completely obsessed with it. She's never off Tinder. She's never off her phone. She's like a bloody teenager, except she's not. She's 28. If we go out or around to her house, she literally can't drag herself away from the bloody thing. Even if we're watching a film, it's constant and it's like she's addicted to it. I thought it was funny at first seeing her new gallery of dick pics, but now it's boring and she is the worst company. Help, I want my friend back. She's put, I know I've wimped out of saying her name, so this probably won't even get back to her. I hope you read it though. Please have a word anyway. Uh, And then Adam, we are coming to see your show in Manchester. Can't wait. Love, Kate. Belter. Um, Whoever your mate is, is getting herself some dick. She's just basically catching up on all the years, isn't she, that she's... Lost to this boring fucker of a lad who's fucked off. Yeah, but that, that and, and she's obviously that's not the complaint though, is it? It's that she's just a phone. She's addict. a fucking knob with the phone. I'm bad for that though. It's I, I'm not like if I if I was to sort of have a word here, I think I'd get battered when I get home if me missus listens to this because she has to tell me off so often for being on my phone. Yeah, but you're not that bad though because I we've we've been out for lunch and stuff. We've hung out. Yeah, and you don't. You're not. You never do my head in. Yeah, like I, like I, I use the phone, and and sometimes if you've got shit going on, then yeah, like it is hard to leave it. But I mean, this is this sounds like the 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 line that got me is the uh, even w- when we're watching a film. What did she say? It it she can't drag herself away from the bloody thing, even if we're watching a film. That is bad, man. Yeah, it's not ideal. Like- when someone's phone goes up, yeah. In a cinema, when I see a screen, oh yeah. my god, I want to slap the phone out of it. Like me and yeah. me and Laura have to do like quarantine for the phone. Yeah, if we're like we're watching a film because it's really annoying because even if it's in your periphery, all you're thinking is they're not watching it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it like the the film thing really does resonate with me. Like if I I'm if I'm watching a film, I'm watching the film. I don't want I want the lights off. I want every distraction gone. If my missus or like me dad's the worst for this like you're watching a film and he'll just go oh I was in the Asda earlier and I'm like dad shut the fuck up for oh, an man. hour and 46 minutes not allowed to start telling a story while there's a fucking Oscar nominated story being told yeah and like sometimes like when I lived in me dad's I'd be watching a film and me dad would start talking to our Jack across the room and I'd go dad shut up watching you don't fucking own this house if I want to have a conversation I'll have a conversation and I was like Dad, you you can do that, but just say to me, pause the film. No, I don't have to fucking tell you to do anything. It's my oh, fucking. Oh, it's so annoying. annoying. You can't interrupt films. I'm, I'm don't talk in the cinema. 
because it's fucking sh- it's the worst type of country yeah and just put your phone like whatever's going on on your phone if you've gone yeah let's watch a film yeah if you can't get your way from it just don't say no nah, I can't watch a film let's just watch yeah. something like if Love Island's on and you're fucking on your phone that's different isn't it it's- but the film I think this is annoying though when people go it's it, it, what she's talking about is the obsessiveness of like we're all which literally said we're all there for her and like supportive yeah and now like she's talking about last year it's a while ago she's just constantly 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 tinder 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 yeah. I could see how that'd be really fucking annoying yeah. I'm trying to get better with my phone like if I go if me and my missus walk the dog now I leave my phone in the house so that while we're out walking having a chat I've got no temptation to go on it at all I think <laughs> although obviously we're a comedy podcast and we're trying to take the piss this is a serious thing so many people are just fucking slaves to their phone and I get it I'm not like totally on the side of people I'm like oh p- these young people on their phones like phones are amazing let's, yeah. let, let's just talk like it's not just a phone anymore there, there's so much stuff you can do with it, it it's a computer a phone uh, everything you could possibly need it's a clock it's a shop it's <laughs> pornography it's your uh, uh, admin it's work like yeah. of course you're you're addicted to it. It, it it makes sense to be on it a lot but you do need a phone quarantine time especially when you're hanging out with your mates especially if you haven't seen them for a while and they've supported you through this boring fucker who uh, uh, has jibbed off now you've gotta 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 go turn it off don't get distracted by it I have a lot of my notifications off now. My, my Facebook Messenger and my WhatsApp, I don't get a notification for at all. So unless I actively go to the app... So you go and check them. Yeah. So every few hours, I'll go, right, I'll check my Facebook message, see if anyone's messaged me, just in case. But, like, I'm quite bad for... If I get a text or an email, I read it and reply to it immediately. Yeah, and it's if, good policy. But it, it's not because... When you do what we do for a living And you've got a combination of Your, your comedy mates who want advice And you've got your, your mates from school Who are trying to catch up And you've got promoters trying to get you for gigs There's promoters trying to confirm you for gigs for this week And there's promoters sending you feedback From the gigs the week before There's people chasing you to send an invoice Sometimes you need to let things roll a that, little that bit That phone can go off every ten minutes For an entire day sometimes If it's a busy day like a Monday when everyone's getting back And they're getting all the work done So I've had to just turn it all off and I go right There's a few hours a day where I just don't even yeah, Because it's not in my head I'm not like oh I need to check WhatsApp It it only happens when But like I'm quite bad if I check a WhatsApp message I'll then go oh I'll check my Twitter and my Facebook and my Instagram as well Do you do the same loop? I always do the same loop Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter And then then I'm on my uh, Literally I'm on my internet banking going Huh? <laughs> like the fucking Manchurian candidate I'm like I didn't even want to check this internet bag but it's sort of in my little loop on my phone like I, the problem is what you described is a lot uh, how a lot of people are I think it's 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 more when you're self-employed as a comic because Laura sometimes go Damn, do you need to be on your phone and I'm like this genuinely I have to be honest about it because you could be a dick about it I have to be like it's work yeah because work is coming through and like there's a forum for comedians and work gets offered and some promoters are idiots with it they've got a gig in five months they post straight and away the first person who replies gets the gig and literally ten minutes later like that's sorted now and you're like you fucking moron yeah why don't you just wait a day one day yeah. you've got five months you could have had an amazing comedian i.e. me if you'd have just waited two hours so it just become quite addictive imagine adding tinder onto that could have had an amazing comedian i.e. you but you ended up with a shit one <laughs> i.e. 
Come on, Dan. Who might get a headline spot as a comedian who you think shouldn't? I'm not playing that fucking game. Adam. Adam. You're trying to get oh, one over on me. How good would it be, though, if we could just have a section every week where we just slag a comedian off just one a week? What about promoters like Freddie Quinn? Who the fuck is that guy? I don't want to slag promoters off. Um... <laughs> By the way, just a little side note, please do keep tweeting at Freddie Quinn with... Who the fuck is that guy? It's really, really, really um, fun for us because um, the more people that do it, um, the more it's winding them up. Yeah, and he's and he's, and it'll be annoying because his phone will be going off and he's trying to answer gigs faster than anyone else. <laughs> I do think a lot of it is also... Freddie could be the first in the inbox and they'd be like, I'll wait a day. <laughs> Gigs tomorrow, but I'll give it twenty minutes. We slag Freddie off a lot, but we actually Who? really like Who him. Who the fuck is that guy? Don't say that. It, it ruins the fun of it. It's just dead fun, though, isn't it? Um, what bullying? Yeah, it's yeah. great. I. But he's not here. I, to I think it. yes, yeah, that's the best type of bullying. <laughs> I think it's all. All of the phone stuff is self perpetuate. You, ca- if you force yourself to just chill out, it's not like you're like, oh god, I can't function. It. The more you go in, the more you put into social media, the more you have to you, you interact with it. You can just take a break. I get it though. She's single. She wants to meet someone, and and that's not even getting into the the right or wrong of internet dating because I think it's a fucking weirdly artificial world that can work out, but can cause a load of hassle. But I, she does need to learn to go right. Hang on, I'm with my mates. Just put the fucking phone down for a bit. What are you looking at? Another knobhead on Tinder? <laughs> Just because you could you 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 could lose mates. Like yeah. someone's emailing in bitching yeah. it's obviously and this is a nice person because she's not gone for the jugular yeah she hasn't named her yeah she's, she's not like properly slagging it off and look we get it we're trying to have a way with people and we understand that sometimes they're being dead annoying and you don't want to cause beef but the person who's saying what's her name is it Katie? Kate? Kate so Kate what I would say is be brave with this and speak to your mate about it but you got to do it in a, a nice way which I imagine from your email is exactly how you do it you go look you, like, like we said with the stinky woman last week you got to pull them to one side and go Look, a few of us are talking about this. It's getting a bit much. Like, when you're with us, you're on your phone too much, and we don't want to see another dick. <laughs> We're dicked out. We, are you, did you ever send dick pics? Only when um, asked for them. What's like, a, I'm, I, what a gentleman. <laughs> but, like, there's a lot of lads who just, like, are just, like, in an inbox, aren't they? Like, look at this. And mine's not impressive enough. Yeah, they're cold so, calling. <laughs> yeah, you can't. I, I haven't got a cold call level dick. If I Has had, anyone? Yeah. If I had an absolute chopper, like a fucking eight and a half inch pipe, I'd be sending it. You'd have it. <laughs> Everyone in my phone book. Ping. It'd be my profile picture. While my, while my daughter's on YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> something pops up and they push notifications. Daddy, daddy. <laughs> Never mind about that. Stop crying. Stop crying. Back on YouTube. Um. But yeah, like if if, it, I, I'm, if I was, I was getting flirty with a girl and she was, was like, send me a video. I was pre pre dick pic generation. Plus, I've not got mine's not a showroom dick. Yeah, I've done something mine's, like- mine's mine's one of the cars that's in the like the car park. You know the, <laughs> you know the garage. There's like the fucking in the they're all shiny and beautiful in the in the actual. Yours is the one hidden behind the big, woo! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the big flappy wavy inflatable guy. Right round the corner. It's just a smart car, just tucked in. <laughs> Looks a bit. It's about one hundred twenty thousand miles. It's got, got got two Russians around it going. This is not good. This are uh, all uh, fucking sore. Why it bruised right. inside? If you were single tomorrow, like if it all 
fucks off, right? Lord of Leaves. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And you been texting the girl for a bit and she was like, Snapchat now. Right, I'd be like, well, I'd have to download Snapchat because I'm 39 <laughs> in a month, you fucking silly child. <laughs> and she sends you a video and she's just like uh, playing with her for JJ. And she's like, I want to see you spit on your hand and wanking off on Snapchat. I'm out. Really? You know why? Why do I want to see... This girl's a nine, though. A nine? She's not nine. She's a nine. <laughs> she's, uh, she's, nine. <laughs> she's a nine. nine. She's, like, she's 32. Fit as fuck. Right. Bang into comedy. Yeah. It, it's all lining up. Love it. So she she she's a big like she she likes you. She's into comedy. She's been listening to the podcast for a while. You're describing my wife. Go on. Yeah. No, but she's gone. Laura's gone. Laura's gone. Fit as fuck. Hashtag she's, gone too soon. She's like I've got the life insurance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is literally one of my fantasies. L- going libido, exactly the same as yours. Oh, like when you t- once once every two weeks. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> And she... She's a nine, and, but she's lazy. And Does she, she like NFL? She's a fucking Saints fan. Oh, my God. She's got shares in the oh. New Orleans Saints. She's got two season tickets at Watford that... Oh, she, come on. Like, she... Have, oh, yeah, go on. Keep talking, Adam. This is literally getting me around. <laughs> come on, come on. What does she want? A picture of my dick? She loves Chester. She's happy to live in Chester. You get the house. She doesn't mind Preston, so she doesn't mind being there for a couple of days so you can see your families and that. Um, Big Watford fan. Family are full of Watford fans. Season tickets. Right in the... Does she like casually racist podcasts? Always. Ah! (laughs) Go on. And she has asked you to send a video of you having a little play with your penis. Oh... She sounds great, you know. And obviously, I'm still mourning the loss of my wife. But um, try and just put a finger. She up your sounds fuck. Why you're doing it? <laughs> God, a little pokey bum wank. Oh, I'm out. What? I'm out. I'm not sticking a finger up my bum on the. Why? Because this sounds like this is too good to be true. Now, <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what happened? You're like, where's the cameras? <laughs> I'd be like, this. Uh, as soon as my finger went up, <laughs> and I literally heard her, the screenshot happen on the other side of the <laughs> on the line. Can you hear it? Like, was that a screenshot? And then I'd be like, mate, have a word. Podcast comedian in Pokey Bumwank shame. I'd realise it was Freddie Quinn and he'd been fucking catfishing me. Who the fuck is that guy? The guy that I'm wanking over. (sighs) It'd be a comedian that made me stick a finger up my bum. No, but it's not, though. You've met this girl. It's real. And she just wants a video of a Pokey Uh, Bumwank. It's getting her off. I would do it begrudgingly. I, I don't am. know how you can do a begrudging Pokemon. Oh, man. I'd be grimacing like, you've done this to me. <laughs> Fucking hell. This is because you like the NFL. Right, what, what was the have with? <laughs> Just tell it. Tell this bitch to get off Tinder and stop making me finger myself. You don't have to get off Tinder, but I think you just have to restrict yourself like a couple of hours a day. You can have a few swipes and a few chats, but then you get off it. Anyone you're really interested in, get the phone number. There you go. But when you're with your mates, off your phone. Yeah. And... If you're watching a film, commit to the film and shut up. This is everyone. This isn't just her mate. Yeah. It's everyone. Just not be a bell end. Is that phone. what else is he in? Isn't he in that thing? I don't give a fuck. You're on it doesn't the matter M- if he's a yeah. different character than a different thing. I just need to know. And stop making me finger myself in imagination. <laughs> Awful. Is that for me? Yeah, it's really bad. I, don't I like, did that to you. I don't like bum play. It's dirty. You know, you can't point right for ages. Like, oh, it's a dirty point. Which way's the post office? That way. <laughs> Let's yeah. get next. Have a word. Off your phone. Next one. Third and final. 
uh, have a word of the week. This is a good one. This I'm excited about this. Excited to hear your opinion on it. Daniel and Adam, I hope you see this. Uh, I've got a mate. <laughs> Like you know, we will email us, mate. Like we haven't got a, a filter that this fizzes through. This this stuff. came in a message in a bottle. It just <laughs> <laughs> washed up off Crosby. Gave I hope you a pigeon. Yeah. This cunt needs to use his phone more. Daniel and Adam, I hope you see this. I've got a mate who's thirty-five years old. He's got two kids, and he still collects football stickers. <laughs> <laughs> It's not only that he collects them, but he's got his own sticker book and he doesn't let his kids touch it. His two lads collect them too and he treats them as if they're two other collectors and not his fucking children. Last week, he got a shiny on swap. Now, most adults in that situation would give it to one of their kids, wouldn't they? No, he's kept it for now because they haven't got any swaps that he needs. (laughs) He buys his kids four packets of stickers each every week, but he gets himself about ten every fucking day. It's a joke. Have a word with him before his missus ends up leaving and taking the kids and the stickers with her. That's from Anthony. I love it. Mate, I've got no sympathy for any grown man with two kids that is still collecting paninis like a fucking bellend. Really not. No. No. You're collections and that. Do you not collect anything? I am, but I, I just think once you've got two children, like, Daddy, Daddy, can I have a new hoodie? <laughs> No, because <laughs> fucking, I've got my stickers to get. I, although I'm having said that, though, it would be really. Uh, sometimes I fantasize about being in a shop and having like a kid with a like a fifty. This sounds really bad. I shouldn't have said fantasize. To being in front of all the sweeties, you know, like in a McCall's with fifty yeah. p, going, what can I buy for fifty p? <laughs> and me just using like one hundred and thirty two quid <laughs> to just fucking empty a mass and just be like, just look at him in the like, be like, this is what I can do. I'm a fucking grown up. <laughs> Just Your to fuck him up. Is to bully, financially bully children in the local area. Just to be like, just imagine that. Like, but can I have this one pack of football stickers? And me just be like, just take the whole box and be like, pow, put it on the credit card. Bad, yeah, but they're a fucking. Oh, not that one. Now. It's the joint account. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you spend seventy nine quid on panini? <laughs> to prove a point, love. <laughs> I I occasionally do collect uh, some fuzzy stickers still. I'm 28 now. What do you mean occasionally? Like, I don't do the Premier League, but I World do like, the World Cup. World Cup, I'll get, like, a sticker book and try and fill it. Last year, um, I got uh, the, the sticker book, and I, I just bought a box, thinking, if I buy the box, I'll have all the stickers in. Did you buy the whole box? Yeah. I just, like, I, I went to the shop and went, have you got a full box back there? And he was like, yeah. Did you do it in front of a child? Thing. Yeah. Oh, mate. They're still talking about you. There was, a, there was a millionaire in the <laughs> post office. Hey, mister. Hey, mister. How many shinies did you get? 109. Fuck off. Do you know what? I'm not even going to stick them in. I'm just going to put them in the fucking bin, but you can't have them, can you? Um, I love collecting some stickers, but fucking hell, lad. You've got you've to give spare shinies to your kids. He's kept a shiny. <laughs> What a bell end. They haven't got any swaps. Just, mate, I get it. I get it. I know you like it, and it's from your past. I, I feel the same about Warhammer. <laughs> if you've ever said this out loud, like, kids, kids, away from the battle scene. <laughs> <laughs> the Blood Angels and the Ultramarines are not toys. They fucking are, Dad. Did you used to do Warhammer? Yeah, when Did I was you? 13. Yeah. Do you not collect anything now? <laughs> Let me have a think. Podcast equipment. Um, <laughs> what do I collect? 
No, I don't collect anything. No? I started a collection of ukuleles and then realised I just I only need one ukulele. <laughs> Why would you need more? Why would you ever want more than one ukulele? Because I started playing the ukulele about ten years ago. It was really fun. And they were like, oh, that one's a nice one. Oh, that one's a nice one. And then I had four ukuleles. Then I got shit-faced and sat on one. <laughs> and I tell you what, the sadness... You know what you get? I used to get blackout drunk. This is about eight years ago. I spent 150 quid on a beautiful Hawaiian Lanikai tenor ukulele. It was a little beaut. Stunning. Got hammered. I'd left it on the bed. I'd just been twanging around. Left it on the Gone out, got shit-faced. Came back, hammered, and just sat down heavily <laughs> right onto the ukulele. And obviously went, what the fuck was that? And, like, pushed it onto the floor... Woke up hungover. You know that shame and regret you oh. get from a hangover? Yeah. Try seeing a a dead instrument on the floor. You're like, oh, God. I can't stop drinking so much. I think, you know, that's the same feeling as when someone's murdered the spouse. Like, oh, God. I got too drunk this time. <laughs> and I was like, I need to just have one ukulele. <laughs> you think sitting on a ukulele gives you the same emotional reaction as murdering a spouse? Ballpark. But yeah, ballpark. How drunk do you have to be to murder a spouse and then go to sleep? Finally, and you piss that like finally, a bit of peace and quiet. Still covered in blood. <laughs> Wake up in the morning, Leon. Le- oh shit! Fuck! Ah, oh, fucking killed her, didn't I? Oh, I'm just getting a takeaway I, first. I, I need a Lucas aid. <laughs> Le- oh god. Um, I collect alcohol. <laughs> that doesn't count, Adam. Why not? I keep it in my tummy. No, <laughs> don't mean I drink it. I mean... <laughs> and he goes in here. Where'd you keep me in collection? In my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really childish way of saying I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> I collect alcohol. <laughs> no, I collect like whiskeys and gins and rums and that. And I've got like a big collection in my house. Like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm building like a little bar. Yeah. <sighs> if this podcast goes from strength to strength, we'll see how that develops as a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I might kill my wife. You might be dead. <laughs> Cirrhosis of the liver. Jade's always like, why, why do you need so much alcohol? And I was like, what if people come round? I want to be able to offer them exactly what they want. She was like, we have about three visitors a year. You still have the alcohol in the, in the bo- bottle. You don't just c- collect the bottles. You've got an actual... Yeah, I've got it like a bar. Like, I haven't got a bar, but I've got enough alcohol to fill one. You see why I don't think that's that bad? Because if I came round and you were like, Dan, have you tried this beautiful butter, butter <laughs> scotch snaps or something? Butter scotch snaps? I just remembered a drink from back in butter the day. Butter scotch snaps. Butter I haven't sh- got that. Right. But look at you, like, in your head, like, <laughs> that's one to get. But, like, something like, oh, just something different, like a watermelon vodka or something, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, well... This is an unusual thing to collect. Yeah. And in half an hour, I'm going to feel really good about it. Yeah. If I went round to yours and you were like, yeah, yeah, we haven't got any beers in, but have you seen this from uh, World Cup 94? <laughs> Fastino Asprilia shiny. I'd be like, you're a fucking child. Grow up. I have actually got that sticker as well. <laughs> <laughs> have you really? No. no. Imagine Fastino. Oh. <laughs> I've ne- honestly, did they check for cocaine like, in played, World Cup 94? Because that guy was Tino Asprey, you know. What are you even saying to me? In a charity game, I pray I played against Tino Asprey. What? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know Kai and Gavu on the punch drunk gigs up yeah. in Newcastle. When they were doing that so a few years ago, I did a charity boxing match 
because uh, they did like a big boxing event to raise money for this kid who had cancer and they were just trying to send him to America to get to the treatment and then the second fundraising thing they did they put a charity footy match on against a team of ex-Premier League players uh, against a load of comedians oh my god and t- they got Tino Esprit to play for the ex-Premier League players and I had to mark him was he good? he's a bit fat and not as good anymore but they were so much better than us like even these old Premier League players just are keeping the ball like you just couldn't get the ball off them um, like, ad- like adults at wed- do you ever ever kick around at a wedding and it's like three adults stick about 42 kids and the three adults are just put like not running <laughs> beer bellies just pinging it great touch and these kids are just fucking flying around like wasps I love that shit it was almost exactly like that like love there's it. a video of like a um, hundred kids playing against three players like like 106 year olds in Japan yeah 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 and the, the three players beat them because the kids are just ball magnets so one one pro, pro player just goes and stands in space and they just kick it to him in space but Tino Spree it was my job to mark him so we kept like trying to uh, just wind me up like um, there was a like a full stand full of people who'd paid to watch this game as like the fundraiser and he kept like just pretending to start a run and I'd shit myself because I wasn't looking at the ball I was just looking at him I was like so he'd go to run and I'd be like ah just having me off mate I would pay so much money to just watch you and Tino Esprilla <laughs> fuck around on a bit it's almost like you know when you're like trying to imagine stuff and you're like, even imagine being bummed in prison was less like confusing to my mind than you stood next to Tino Esprilla you and your fucking shorts I'll give you the photo of it I've right. got a photo of the, the game uh, in short you can collect what you want as long as your kids have got food you fucking nana it's not do even some that. swaps well I'm just give, worried give your kids your swaps yeah you're, you're buying 10 packets a day you're gonna fill the fucking book trust me I'm Don't gonna find I'm gonna try you know what I've been looking for something for here just behind me on in the studio I've been looking for something I'm gonna get Tino Esprilia I want I want a picture of you and Tino right there <laughs> That's it. Should we call it a pod, mate? I've really enjoyed that one. We should call it a pod. Is that six? Episode six? Five, I think. No, that's six. Oh, because five goes out. Today. Today or tomorrow. Yeah, because we're recording this a week in advance. Um, Again, thank you all so much for listening in every week. Um, The downloads have been great. Uh, All we want you to do is keep spreading away for us. Like, put the link in your WhatsApp groups. Tell your mates, hey, I'm listening to this new podcast. It's dead funny. It really helps us. And a big help for us would be to go to... if you, Especially if you listen on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, leave us a five-star review. And it's better if you leave a five-star review with some words as well, because they get seen more. So if you put five stars and like, I really enjoy this, keep making it. Anything like that a really, 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 really helps us. podcast. Do it in a Northern Irish accent. <laughs> a fucking love it. <laughs> and more importantly as well, keep getting these questions into us. If you've got a twat of the week, get it in. If you've got a would you rather, get it in. If you've got a school rumour, get it in. And the big one, if you've got anyone you need us to have a word with, get it in to have a word pod at gmail.com or any of the social medias for me, Dan, or at have a word pod on Instagram and Twitter. And we will read it. Lads, we're off. See you later. I want that picture of you and Tino. It's coming. Uh, Jesus Christ, what? <laughs> <laughs>